Joe presents Baz and Andrew's House of Rugby, together with Guinness. Hello, and you're very welcome to Baz and Andrew's House of Rugby here on Joe, together with yummy, yummy, delicious Guinness. Uh, no Barry Murphy today, no Flannery, but we do have um, the wonderful Ian Constantine. Constantine? Constantine. Oh, yeah, don't worry, you're not the only person that gets that wrong. Yeah, uh, Munster winger, Ireland winger, um, air sport analyst extraordinaire. I wouldn't say that. Too much? A bit, bit too much of an intro, but I did like it. Too much. Good. Fair enough. Um, we're going to put you to the test today, Emer. You're our resident expert, our Japanese expert. Um, or so you claim. I don't mean to be so hard-hitting so early in the in the podcast, but by the, by the way, we are only audio today. We're not video, so I'm not offended. I don't <laughs> know. Are you offended? I think I am after the live show last week. The live show, tell us yeah. about, yeah, what's, what's the fallout from the live show being? Oh, so good. I went into work the next day and the girls actually could not believe that I met Greg O'Shea. Nothing about rugby, nothing about anything yeah. else other than the fact that I was in the same photo as Greg O'Shea. So, look, if that's the main point out of it, yeah. success. And you got tagged as well? I we did. all got tagged? Yeah, delighted. It was a, it was a big night for our Instagram following. <laughs> it really was. Massively. Um, and I think they got a few teenage girls as well that... Off, um, off that follow me because they follow Greg and all that, and okay, we yeah. all got a few more followers, which was great. It's a great night for us, wasn't it? Really successful. Um, we so definitely do it again. Are we famous now? Because we know Greg. Because we're friends with Greg. I think we're famous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that settles it. Anyway, so I'm gonna put you to the test this morning. Um, uh, so you've been living and breathing the Rugby World Cup. You're our resident expert today, and uh, Ireland played Japan or the Brave Blossoms, as they're known as. Did you know that? I, I did, but I keep forgetting all the nicknames. There's, there's, there's those Sunwolves there we speaking about a while ago, and the Bears, aren't they? Russia, there's so many different names. But yeah, yes. yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. Anyway, Ireland are playing Japan on, on Saturday morning, the Brave Blossoms, so I want to see how much you know about the, this Japanese team. Uh, so we're going to play a game. Oh, God. It's called Brave Blossom or Scared Conifer. <laughs> Okay, I'm really excited for this one. Okay, so I'm going to give you a series of names of people who may or may not have featured in for Japan in the World Cup so far. And you have to decide, very simply, are they a brave blossom or are they a scared conifer? Okay. So it's quick fire, by the way. We'll try and keep it quick fire. And uh, any pronunciations on my part may or may not be... I'll help you with that. Fine. I am the expert. <laughs> it may be, a, re- <laughs> uh, may be a, a red herring. Anyway, first up, Rory Best. The conifer, scared conifer. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wait, what's the word? <laughs> Correct, Ireland captain. Uh, Kotaro Matsushima. The winger, he's the brave blossom. He's a brave blossom, he is. Mali Hingano. Uh, either it's your pronunciation or I haven't a clue. Um, the other one, the conifer. He is a conifer, yes. He's the centre that's set to start for Tonga against uh, Argentina on Saturday. Uh, Asiele Valu. Scared conifer. Uh, <laughs> no, incorrect. That's your first wrong answer. He's a Japanese. I just had to look at it. I couldn't remember. <laughs> I wrote the quiz and I couldn't remember. Uh, he's a Japanese tight head that's on the bench on Saturday. So, uh, okay, this is where it gets difficult. Rikishi. He's a brave blossom. No, he's not. He's an American-born WWF oh, wrestler. Oh, I was so sure about that when I <laughs> no, really had you convinced. You were quick. Yeah. You were very quick for yeah. that one. No, he's the two-time uh, world tag team champion. He's the one-time intercontinental champion. And he's the one-time WWE tag team champion. He's a big name, Emer. Okay, I really should Stink know all face. that stuff about that's him. That's fine, that's fine. Stink face was his finisher. Stink face, that's right, yeah. Uh, E-Honda. 
<laughs> no, the other one's not Bray Blossom. Yeah, yeah, he's just Gary Conifer, very much so. He was a fake character, a sumo wrestler in Street Fighter 2. I imagine with the hand on him there, so yeah, I'm yeah. glad I didn't fall for that one. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he's the one that did the 100 hand slap. Oh yeah, I actually remember that yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. I actually do, my brother was obsessed with it. Yeah, yeah. so um, uh, uh, Daisuke Ohata. Um, Brave Blossom. Okay, technicality. Currently his status is um, a scared conifer, but he was at one stage a Brave Blossom. He is a retired Blossom, a Japanese winger, holds the record for the most international tries in world rugby at 69 in just 58 test appearances. You're getting really geeky here. But he... <laughs> I, don't, I didn't sorry. think this was part of it. I'm sorry. He retired in 2006, so technically you're incorrect, <laughs> Emer. But that, that could happen very easily. Um, I'm going to rush through the, the next three because um, we've got to get on. We've got to get on with the rugby. So Mr. Miyagi, Bruce Lee and Bundy Aki. They're scared conifers. They're all scared conifers mm-hmm, in very sure. different contexts. In different, I'm glad. I got um, those three correct. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's my score. Yeah. Okay, fine. Well, we're not keeping a score. Uh, we'll Six. we'll review it afterwards. Six out of how many were there in total? Ten. Eight. I thought you did great. Yeah. The Rikishi one, though. I'm glad I didn't fall for the <laughs> that, hand, though, and that would have been think, awful. I think the Rikishi one will haunt you. Yeah, it will. Yeah, stink face. So uh, maybe your nickname with the, the girls in school might change. You might be stink face. No, I don't think so. I think I'm stuck with the other one forever. What never. is it? Emanator? The Emanator. So, um... Uh, so you, did you get that from Airsport? Is yeah. that from the advert? Of course it is. The ad is on like every two minutes on every single channel. So. I'm very out of touch, by the way. We don't get Airsport up north. Oh my God, you're actually lucky. I'm sick of it myself. The amount of tweets that have come in recently saying like, when is that Airsport, gonna, that ad going to come off the, off the TV? <laughs> and how annoying is that ad? And I'm actually liking the tweets at this stage because I'm <laughs> done with it. Yeah, oh, you've gone full circle. Yeah, you've tried to it was great. It. And then now I'm, I'm totally over it. Yeah. Now that it started, it can, it can go away. Okay, so... You're, you're over the, the advert. Are you not over the World Cup, but has it took a bit of a lull? I'm actually, the more the World Cup is going on, I'm actually so jealous of the people that are going over and the amount of Instagram stories I'm seeing and Snapchat stories of people actually in Japan. So um, I think there was a huge start the first weekend with obviously the opening ceremony in Japan playing and then obviously the New Zealand South Africa game and the Irish game. But then you go to work Monday to Friday and then you're hearing of all these crazy stuff that mm. happened midweek and people are asking you, did you see the game? But you're like, no, I was at work or yeah, so much know, happens yeah, in a week exactly. in the Rugby World Cup and it's like trying to cram everything in to try and figure out what happened and who beat what and what shocks have happened. So Have, have work been uh, accommodating for you to get in? So were you on Monday, no? I wasn't, no, I was in, you I'm going to be in weekend. next Monday and I was in last Friday. Okay. Yeah, it's um like I can't do everything and there's obviously there's enough people there to cover all the shows anyway, so yeah. it's, it's fine. So, and even today, you were able to get off okay? Yeah. yeah. Uh, lucky. No problem. No problem. You're the, you're the famous teacher. That's it. They're sick of me. They're actually teacher. used to me not being there. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so um, the team was announced this morning and there's a, a few changes, four changes, significant changes. Johnny Sexton hasn't pulled through. Um, he obviously um, passed on the kicking ju- duties to, to Conor Murray. Um, so Jack Carty starts at 10. Jordan, Jordan Larmer's on the bench. Uh, Rob Carney starts at 15. Andrew Conway's out. Keith Earls is in. Uh, and Bundy Aki, who filled the HIA, um, has been replaced by um, Chris Farrell. I so. think that there's some surprises in there and some not surprises. I mm. think um, Rob Carney will be delighted to get his jersey back after last weekend. You know, I think the good thing about last weekend is the lads that came on actually stepped up and there was no lull in yeah. performance because they were technically your second starters. And um, when Chris Farrell came on, he was a really great game and that amazing offload. I think everyone will talk about that. I think um, Dave Kilcoyne was on during the week making fun of him 
um, about how he's more than just a crash baller. He said yeah. it in some press conference. It's, it, that is a lovely thing to be made fun of. <clears throat> yeah. For a beautiful bit of skill. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Fine, okay. Take you know, me to task. In the first, like, he's like, oh, stop talking about my lovely offload. I'm sure he was <laughs> yeah. loving that. But, like, you just, in the first World Cup game to come on and then to do that, I think he could do no wrong forever for the rest of the World Cup and he'll be remembered for that yeah. lovely offload. Yeah, it's nice. Even if he could, I think he said he should have kicked it through because Stockdale was on his left, but... Look, the Still. offload worked. But listen, you, you, might, you might not get a highlight reel if you no, kick it through. No, never. So. Someone else will do the good work then. Yeah, yeah. So but, um, uh, Earls, Earls was never in doubt he was going to come back in and, and, and get another chance. Like, I think Conway did well. I think he had one drop ball. Um, but look, Earls is like he, the experience that he has on the Joe wing. Joe loves Earls. Yeah, he does. And like, he is a great player. But like, they're, and I suppose it's an aerial game. But Conway didn't weaken that last weekend. Um, I suppose it's the experience that they have like I think Ireland have a really bad record playing against the home nation um, I think they lost to Australia and they lost to France when they played the home nation in those World Cups in 03 and 07 so like this is a home nation who actually had a decent game the last time who had a huge upset against South Africa in the last World Cup mm-hmm. so I think Looking at the team he's named, he's not taking any risk. Joe's not taking any risk with the team that he's naming. So, no, why? I mean, there would be no reason to to throw a few guys out there because I mean they've got three weeks then until a quarter potential quarterfinal game. Yeah, and I think these two games probably are the hardest two games, and they'll have plenty of time to rest those guys when it comes to the next few games as well. So, um, but look, I think it's good to have momentum. Like they won that first game with a really good performance in the forwards and in the backs. Um, and that's good to have momentum as well going into those games and into a quarterfinal where it is going to be a tough opposition either way. And Jack Hardy at 10? I think it's he came on and did really well. Um, and I'm glad that um, he wasn't stepped. He wasn't. Carby didn't step over him and, and start automatically. Um, I'm not surprised Sexton's not starting, to be honest. You know, like it's strange that he wasn't kicking and that Conway and yeah. that... Um, uh, Conor Murray was taking the kicks because uh-huh. I think you could see he was getting a good bit of attention there but I think Carty deserved like based on his Pro 14 performance last year in all the Champions Cup I think he played very well um, with Connacht and coming into Ireland but he didn't get a lot, of, a lot of game time in the Six Nations but has played well and played well the last day when he came on and kicked that conversion and and did some really good place kicks or some kicks to the touch as well so Yeah it'd be nice to see um, it's probably be difficult for Carberry coming coming back from the surgery, having only played one game, then another uh, lengthy um, time on the sideline with injury. But uh, yeah, so we got the surgery obviously, and yeah. then uh, he's on the bench, so he probably get half an hour, and then he get kind of bled in, yeah. kind of slowly over the next couple. It of is games. a good way to get back into like you don't want to start a World Cup game in your in your first game back. So I think similar to similar to like Sexton, you know, he we didn't start very many of those games in the warm up games, and then started. So I think he'll save Carberry until the, the latter stage of the tournament. I would take it to be that it's a big step up for Carty, isn't it? Back in May, he was our Game of Thrones correspondent. <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. get him on the phone to talk Game of Thrones and now here he is starting a, a game against the tournament host at the World Cup. Yeah, I don't want to get carried away, but I think we're the best thing that's ever happened, yeah. Carty. Are you taking the... Are you saying it's all because of you? I think so. I think mm-hmm. we've kick-started his career. Yeah, gave him the confidence. I know Joe um, Schmidt is a big, um, a big fan of the podcast, so... He would have been impressed with um, his Game of Thrones insights. Yeah. Are you a Game of Thrones fan? I told you this last week. No, I have not seen. <laughs> Stop trying to exclude me from the conversation, please. Because I can't add anything to it. Uh, step outside for a minute. <laughs> Pat and I get to the bottom of this. <laughs> um, so uh, then, then the only other potential slight um, change, or not change really, Peter Mahoney um, fielded the HIA, but he's he's grand. Yeah, like I think being part of a professional setup, you'd know and people might know this, but it's like a seven day turn. It's a seven day when you're in a professional setup, it's a seven day turnaround for a HIA. So 
Um, I think if you're an amateur, it's 21 days. Oh, is that so, right? Yeah. So at the moment, like, it depends. Like, when we go back to club, it's 21 days for a concussion regardless. Whereas if you're in professional setup, so if I get injured in Six Nations, I have seven days to get back. So are, are professional players' they brains less faster. important? I don't know. I, think I mean, what's the, rational, what's the logic yeah. behind this? We are more important. That's true. <laughs> you said it. But I think it's... Um, I think it's just obviously the cover and the people you have around you and people looking at you and doing all that stuff. But it was only a year and a half ago in my head it used to be really important and now it's... It's gone to 21 days now. It's, it's not important anymore. Yeah. But I think that, yeah, like Peter Manny probably passed his HIA and probably weren't going to risk him only for Conan, what, did you hurt his foot or something That's in hilarious. the warm-up? Did Joe Schmidt actually say that? Uh, in the, I think it was... Or in the in training this yeah, week. Yeah, someone stepped on his foot, yeah. But he didn't train because mm. someone stepped on his foot. So that made me think that someone stepped on his foot like in the hotel or Breakfast something. Breakfast key or yeah. something, yeah. <laughs> so what is that? It was, it was probably one of the forwards trying to get some food ahead of him or yeah. something and they are like the front row was trying to get some food ahead that's of a, him. That's a strange excuse. That's yeah. It's it's a, it's going to be related to food some way. Yeah. That's like my dog at my homework yeah. excuse. You well, probably look, had a few of those. Well, he probably can't say that. You know, it is a World Cup game. So we'll have to think of a better excuse. Yeah, I think so. Well, look, keep his powder dry anyway and get him round to go for, for Russia next week but um, uh, the only other one I suppose was, was Rory Best um, after 80 minutes you kind of thought maybe maybe they're playing 80 minutes because maybe they're going to rest him this week or give him an opportunity got Sean Cronin on the bench obviously that makes sense yeah. to me last last 20 minutes last half hour bring on a bit of pace to cope with the Japanese style yeah like I think that's what the commentators kept saying was you know, Vest is still in the field, he's still in the field, and I kept really, like, oh, Jesus, the amount of times they, they made reference to his, na- his age, yeah. if I think yeah. they were nearly expecting, like, to have, like, slippers <laughs> ready for him as, they, as he came off the field. Um, yeah. I think someone did say that before. But um, I think people did expect him to be arrested this weekend, and he's not. Um, but again, I don't think Joe has taken this game lightly as well. Um, and yeah, bringing on Cronin with time to, I think he probably won't play the full game like he did last week. Although, do you know what? People are talking about his stats and I know you're an Ulsterman and proud Ulsterman. But <laughs> they were saying that he liked, you know, did this much carries and this amount of tackles and this amount of line-out throws. He's 12 from 12. But he actually overthrew one and um, Andrew Porter had to leap like a salmon at one stage to actually get that. Porter? Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. He actually had to leap like a salmon to actually retain that line out and I was, was like I don't it, yeah. think that was really 12 from 12 <laughs> yes, we, yeah I don't think that was part of the plan that that he, Andrew Porter was had to do his huge CMJ um, to to catch that line out so I will criticise him on that one and people are talking they're obviously obviously it is great 11 out of 12 is great and all the metres and the amount of time he had was great but um I think Rory would would argue that um, he put it exactly right. He'd probably to. say it was planned he, to keep he, that twelve out of twelve. The, the perfect leap from yeah. Porter, and mm-hmm. he wanted to show off Porter's athleticism. I yeah. think. Well, it did. Yeah, it, it did. really worked. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, but look, he's he's not a man who would um, be be favoured to to leap like a salmon. No, I don't think so. Porter. No, so I, I don't think that was a set move. I, I couldn't believe at the what game was it? The Wheels game at home. I I couldn't believe the size of his thighs and his whole. Oh yeah. He looks enormous. Like, we had him on the show last last season. Yeah. And I don't think he, like, when you see him in person, I don't think he looked that big then. He's yeah. a big pre-season. Wearing his jeans, def- yeah. Wearing his jeans and black t-shirt and he had the hair. That was when the hair was all long. and Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, Stockdale then had something similar. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, when you actually see him out there, he's such a big unit, isn't he? Like, Massive. Yeah. Massive. He I would have thought actually for, because he's... um more um, more versatility now because he's a loose head mm. you might potentially have to shed a little bit for that a little bit more mobile but 
fear. Maybe that's why he leaped like a salmon. He leapt, yeah. Maybe. Um, but you don't. He's not one you expect to get off the ground. No. As quickly as that, when you said he leapt like a salmon, yeah, I no. thought was he an option like no, a like, option? No, no, he actually wasn't. <laughs> yeah. It was an overthrow, and he just like came out of nowhere, and he did really well <clears> to to get, actually to get it. But that was one of I think they're not looking at that when they're looking at his stats. If I'm being really picky about it. Yeah, that might have been actually what we talked in the show actually about how um, after the England game we had we had this this setup where Joe, Joe Schmitz misses says to him, Joe, are you sure you've got something up your sleeve here? Because it looks like it's going dreadfully wrong. <laughs> and maybe Joe's like, don't you worry, I'm going to get Andrew Porter <laughs> as a line-out option. Absolutely. We'll be sweet. Look, they're throwing everything at it and it's working, so we might as well go with it. Yeah. He has many more tricks up his sleeve and I'm really excited to see what he's got up next. Exactly, yeah. I know. So um, anyway, so this is where things go wrong. We're going to talk about the Japanese team. Uh, Michael Leach dropped um, from, uh, from the starting 15. Yeah, he's their captain. I think that's a big shock. Um, he's played. I think he's captained them in three World Cups. So mm-hmm. it is a it is a big. I say dropped. There's no way it would have been communicated to him. Sorry, he's, he's not dropped. dropped. He's dropped onto the bench. He's rotated. But um, they have Maffi coming in, and he had been injured up until now. Um, and I think that. I think it was Declan Kidney or some, or it might have been Les Kidney. Someone, I remember a player was told <laughs> it was a, a roller coaster of emotions. They were told, "This week I'm going to start you on the bench." <laughs> and there uh, it might have been Matt Williams actually did that I'm going to start you on the bench and you're like oh my goodness that was so close I, th- yeah. I thought I was in there there's nothing worse than going back to like selection in a World Cup as well when like there is those extra players that don't get picked and I don't think you see the behind the scenes and like the drama of like yeah. you're dropped to the bench and you're dropped completely and mm. it's a it's like it's a hard conversation but it's hard to take as well yeah it w- what developed in the 2011 World Cup were no, no it, it wasn't a split camp at all, but there was very much the dirties and the starters. Mm-hmm. I was on the bench more often, more often than not. Actually, every game I was on the bench. Uh, so I kind of, I didn't know where to live. I didn't really have a home. You know, yeah. the dirties didn't want me and like mm-hmm. midweek night out. Yeah. No way, you're, you're, you're playing you're the weekend. You're on the match day, yeah. And the starters are like, what are you doing here, mate? You're dirty. Yeah, you're in between. <laughs> yeah, it was nothing. Yeah, it's a tough place to be. It is. Um, it's, it's even tougher. God, can you imagine... A girl's environment where it's like mm. emotion everywhere. God, it was a tough one in a home world cup. Hockey's aren't emotional. Oh god, you are not emotional. No, no. Like honestly, <laughs> let's just not go back there. Let's talk about Maffie. careful. Maffie Care- I might get myself in trouble in. here if I start talking about Maffy coming back in. Yeah. Um. So yes, Michael Leach is out. Um. And Maffy's in. I think he's the big ball carrier. And Leach. Leach has been injured a good bit though. I think coming into this world cup, so it's probably a mixture of that, um, and not having a lot of game time coming into this game. So he'll come off the bench and. I think Japan are going to need people to come off the bench to finish, to obviously try and keep up with Ireland. You'd hope that Ireland would have the game finished off by that stage. Yeah. Ji um, uh, Ku and Shoda Hori, correct pronunciation, <laughs> they come into the front row. Luke Thompson gets a start in the second row. Ryohi <clears throat> uh, Yamanaka. You were making a hang <laughs> Start Started 15. <laughs> you know, so and well. Will Tupu, uh, he moved to the, to the left wing. Obviously, um, our hero, um, uh, Katora Matsushima, the hat trick hero. Yeah, he was, he was great the last day. He was class, um, wasn't he? And he'll be one that like we'll have to shut down early. But what was really good was the centre, Lafayette. He um, he offloaded twice in contact to actually set him up for those tries. Uh-huh. So like that was one thing Scotland didn't do last week. And Ireland will have to shut that down early because they're going to look to get it wide to Matsushima. Don't, um, cook, don't kick loosely to him. No. Um, did you see... I'm sure he did. Uh, it was the guy who went to Black Rock with Lucky Fitz. What do you call him? The yeah, the back? 15, Artem- Artemiev. The most fatigued looking oh my God, kick that I've kick. ever seen. 
in my life. If, if someone in an underage women's game, underage under 12 women's game did that, they'd be pulled by the scruff of the neck off the field. And he captain of the team. Yeah, he looked exhausted, to be fair. He really was. It looked a really tired kick. That's tough, though. Because <clears throat> at that stage, what are you doing? You're not going to... Not going to kick it straight out, and there's no angle, so you have to just try and go long. He made he the just... angle worse for himself. He ran <laughs> towards the sideline and then attempted a right legged kick oh instead no. of just kicking it with your left. Or I don't know, I don't know what he was doing. And they gave possession straight back and they went and scored straight off that counter attack. Yeah. So their counter attack is dangerous, yeah. And we know that, so you can't kick loosely, you can't kick the ball just straight back to them like that. But they have moved their 15 um, Yamanaka to the wing mm-hmm. because obviously they're trying to. I suppose, sort out the aerial problem that they have. They don't have a problem there, but they're obviously looking at our wingers and our back three and trying to know that we, we're going to contest those those high balls. So yeah. look, that's something different there. Did you know that Luke Thompson is like the oldest player in the World Cup, the actual oldest player? Oh, really? It's his fourth World Cup and he's coming on the second row. Um, oh. How old is he? Yeah, 39, I oh, think. Right. And what's Rory? 37. 30. So I wonder how many, how many um, players in the World Cup are older than Rory. Well, I hope this guy gets as many mentions as Rory did anyway <laughs> last week about his age. Um, but I think he's the oldest in the World Cup and he's, this is his fourth World Cup. So he, look, he's plenty of experience anyway, that's not that's for sure. Impressive. Um, it's an impressive innings. I think Wimpy van der Walt is on the bench and he... What a great name. Yeah, it? it is. That's why I remember it. There's <laughs> not very many of those Japanese names. I think he's South African born. He's on the bench. He started. They, they swapped places this time. Okay, okay, right. Enough. Actual rugby talk. Yeah, yeah. But, um... Well, slightly, slight change, uh, change of lanes. Um, this week, uh, Reese Hogg's been banned for three weeks, um, and the refs have actually got a bit of criticism in general from World Rugby. Yeah, Pat, yeah, yeah, yeah. World Rugby came out and criticised their own refs. Yeah, yeah. it's a so bit they, crazy. It happened mid-tournament. It's kind of like yeah. Malcolm Wilder down. Yeah, have you not heard what our directives were? It's a bit weird. So it's um. Yeah, to get slapped, you know, and they're the guys who trained up the refs and then yeah, they're criticising the refs. Do you know well. what, it's probably good that they're doing it mid-tournament because a lot of the time it's always like, oh, we'll review this post-World Cup and it's yeah. too late and there's a ridiculous decision made and it's a it's a World Cup winning decision. So yeah. maybe it's good that they're actually reviewing it mid-season, rug- mid-tournament. Rug- rugby's kind of good for doing that. I remember in the Wales, was the warm-up games as well, there was Bigger was down getting treatment or something like that and England took a... Or was it England were down to 13 men and Bigger took a quick uh, tap and they scored in the corner and then World Rugby changed those rules to say if someone was down getting treatments. So they sometimes come in Obviously very quickly. someone like. with England on the, on the committee who <laughs> yeah. isn't happy some, with that win. Some blazer, yeah. But, um, and then um, in the, this is Thursday, so uh, the USA England game this morning, someone got a clip on the head as well. First red card at the tournament, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and there was three Samoans, there was two Samoans, that winger that scored the tries and... Lilo, he, yeah. And, and Lilo, Lilo yeah. They both got side. They were getting sided for those mm. yellow cards. Did they actually get anything? Didn't, nothing hurt. They were having their hearings, I think, either yesterday or today. I don't know. Yeah, the other day or so before you find out how long they're out for. They'll, they'll get banned as well. For yeah. Games, so they're yeah. looking into players as well, which is mm. which is good, I suppose. But we hopefully just it won't be looking into Ireland at any yeah, stage. Yeah, yeah. I know Dr- uh, Driscoll came out and tweeted... Um, uh, drawn attention to, to one or two um, referee mistakes or yeah. being fairly critical. You don't um, want to you don't want to get them in, on the bad side of Ireland either. No. <laughs> yeah. But did you see the? This is um, for Draco. <laughs> did you see the? Um, there's a load of comments going around on Twitter about Artemiev, the 15 for Russia, because mm-hmm. he got some whacked his head. He got two really yeah. whacked, huge whacks his head off the Simone wingers. Um, and I think he, they were making fun about how he must have like a head of steel, <laughs> and that he stayed on and like no HIA, nothing like absolute head of steel. So. 
Um, so if you can take it as well, it's not that bad. But <laughs> the fact that yeah, he took one of them and he just got absolutely cleaned out, and then he just got up and me and just kept going like and kept running and. But if he had it been splayed out, your man yeah, probably would have got it a, could, a straight been, card. Like, yeah. yeah. So was was Artemev was his kick shortly after this? Because that would explain. <laughs> no. <laughs> Was that was a different game. Yeah. <laughs> but you would, one would think that that was why he kicked that ball like that. No, this was the next game. Maybe it was game. just the delayed effect. It was. Oh, yeah. sorry. Actually, it was, in, it was ahead of it. it was yeah, a, it was ahead of it. But look, yeah. we can give him There's no explanation here for No it. explanation for that kick. Um, so anyway, right. That's enough rugby. We're gonna, um, so match pint, um, mm-hmm. Pat. Have you downloaded the app? I've downloaded it this morning, yeah. yeah. Are, you, um, are you in the league? Yeah, there's, there's a house of rugby league uh going on and I think the UK guys Alex and and James and, and Mike and stuff are all involved now I think over there but um yeah so we're we're gonna do an Irish one. I think you're in it already Trimpion you're in a, a Legends League. Emer get yourself involved. But I'm not a legend yet. Um there's oh, not well, there's Tom not Franklin's a, in it so probably kind of enough. <laughs> there is one name I don't recognise in it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna name and shame. Uh, but I'm sitting second in the, the Legends League. That's good yeah behind David Flatman. Yeah, they, those boys are well into it. But yeah, it's yeah. um Jim Hamilton's sitting last. Is he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's um yeah, I, I kind of did that this morning because there is a house rugby league and so I downloaded that match point <clears> app <throat> and you can join the Air House of Rugby League and you just the code is H O R I E. So H O R I E. He's the Japanese hooker that's starting the weekend. Yeah, isn't that some coincidence? <laughs> <laughs> He's the code. <laughs> He's the code. Uh, so yeah, you just go on, you start uh, predicting the World Cup matches. They have this thing that the Guinness pint predictor, and uh, you just kind of predict the winning margins, and then you can win prizes like a free pint. And they've a load of participating pubs that are all over the country. So yeah, I only had a look at that this morning, so it's actually handy enough. And I won a free pint. Did you? Yeah. And you can win a pint, and you can um, gift the pint to someone else. Mm. So I got a code. I'm going to share with the listeners now, yeah, and they can get straight on. Or yeah, the first listener can do it. First listener, they're they're going to rush down to the the nearest pub here. Um, the code um, to get your, get your free pint is small p small l six small b. So this is going is to be... that for real? Yeah, yeah. You, you want the minute go on. you're finished there, Emery, you can cut it. Yeah, go on. Download Match Pint, uh, and then go on to Pint Predictor. Set up a an account yeah and then um i think i think you type in the code and then it takes you to there's a, a load of participating pubs mm. and you go to whatever one's nearby give them the code i think that's the way it works yeah and then the, i think we're going to do something then because it's the house of rugby irish <coughs> league and as well we're going to do a competition and whoever wins maybe gets the highest total of points over one of the rounds because it's rounds during the world cup and the winner's going to get a brian o'driscoll signed ireland jersey why yeah we we were thinking <laughs> that can you contribute a, a signed jersey a prize uh-huh. New women's jersey. Okay. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yes, a signed Brian yeah. O'Driscoll yeah. Irish rugby jersey. <laughs> <laughs> and the a women's rugby the jersey as well. Hold on a second, I need to get that jersey. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to just nick it out of the dressing room. Yeah, anyway, so that's that's match point. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, uh, I suppose people think we're idiots. People think myself and Baz just um, talk rubbish and just tell stories about what we did at the weekend. But, you know, I think this proves that I know my rugby. It does. You're well able to read. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I I know my rugby well mm-hmm. enough to to uh, be sitting second in the league at the minute. I'm sitting thirteenth <laughs> in the the Baz and Andrews House of Rugby League. So there's there are twelve <laughs> listeners thinking I know more than him. <laughs> we just try and get them on on the show anyway. So that's that's match point. And um, get yourself involved. I will for sure. Uh, we'll be back. We'll be back with part B, part Excellent. two. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're listening to Baz and Andrews House of Rugby on Joe, together with Guinness. 
before we wrap up this bonus episode, Emer, um, tell us about the, the other games this weekend. Any big ones stand out? So there is the Australia-Wales game this weekend. I think that's probably the biggest one of the weekend. Um, and then the winner hopefully avoids England. What's um, your match match point prediction for the uh, Wales-Australia game? Um, I think that Wales had a really easy game to start with and they'll, they'll want to build on that. But Australia had a really tough game to start with and didn't play very well. So their momentum isn't great. So I'm mm-hmm. thinking... I'm thinking Wales will win, but it won't be with a good performance. I think you always need a good, tough game to start with to get yeah. you into performing well. So I think Wales. I think Wales will beat Australia. I've gone Wales by two points. I think Wales by more. Okay. Don't um, know how many more. Okay. But more than two points. Okay. Okay. Grand. And then the other big game, well, quite big game, I suppose. Argentina Tonga um, kicks off at five forty-five. Surely, to goodness. I'll be up. <laughs> you're not. Absolutely. You're not for that. <laughs> no, I'm not working that day. Yeah. Um, what I did. What I did for the first weekend. Um, uh, Fiji Australia. It was the five forty-five one, yeah, wasn't it? Was it was the first game. And then Fiji were ahead at half time. So yeah. I, I think that's kind of that's become my routine. If they're ahead, I'm not getting up for kickoff. I'm gonna get up if it looks like there might be an mm-hmm. upset or people are gonna be talking about this game. So if it looks if Tonga are ahead at half time, then I'll watch <laughs> the second half. Yeah, is that I fair? <laughs> yeah, I think that is absolutely fair. I don't think there's gonna be many joining you. It'll be recorded and watch it later. Um, Tonga kept with England a little bit for the first like. 10 minutes of the yeah. game ran out of steam and Argentina will be so disappointed after the last game they were almost the almost team yeah I think Argentina should probably run away with it if they actually made it through physically yeah. after that game be interesting to see how Tonga go in the second game because as you said they, they hung in there for, for 20 minutes and they kind of uh, go blow, blow for blow but Fiji on the other hand kind of they went well for 60 minutes but then I think because then the big powerhouse nation it. then take them out, then it must have took took a lot from Fiji. Yeah, well, and then it clearly they obviously did. went down to Uruguay. Yeah, because so might same sort of thing might happen. That's it. You're putting like you're throwing everything at that first game to try and win it, and that's what Fiji did, and it didn't happen. And yeah. then you take your eye off the ball for a second, and Namibia beat you. Yeah. So look, I don't think it'll happen to Tonga. I don't think Tonga will beat. Argentina at the weekend. No. But are you in for that? Are you in air sport for that? No, I'm not. I'm on Monday for the um, Scotland Samoa game. Okay, okay. Which will be a good enough game too in our pool as well. It'll be interesting to see how Samoa go. Yeah. Well, we might get you back then. You'll become a Samoa expert. Absolutely. Samoa. Like my Japanese expertise. <laughs> be, yeah, your, your level of expertise could just be coming. Those Islander teams, they're all, I'm all about them. Like that and you're just like, yeah. Emer, we haven't done our research. <laughs> Tell us everything about these guys. <laughs> Tell us who's, who's old, who's not old. Yeah, grand. Okay, so anyway, we'll be back um, uh, for another episode in 48 hours time. Myself and Baz. Baz is away in Dubai at the minute, uh, living it up. Uh, I'd say he was delighted to get away from the twins for a couple of days. <laughs> Absolutely. The honeymoon period is over, well and truly. Uh, we'll be looking back at Ireland's game against Japan, and then we'll be looking forward to that uh, Wales Australia game too. So, Fla will join us as well. Uh, right, everybody, thanks for listening. Uh, if you haven't done, done so, be sound and give us a, a, a the show a rating and a review cheers to everyone that was involved in making the show this week Pat, Anya and Emer this has been Baz and Andrew's House of Rugby together on oh no I'm such a a newbie (laughs) this has been Baz and Andrew's House of Rugby on Joe together with Guinness party on party on you were listening to Baz and Andrew's House of Rugby on Joe together with Guinness drink responsibly Visit drinkaware.ie for the facts.